just lost her husband yes. about three months prior to jumping on board. Because she started working out with us, it provided her the ability to get up and have hope. Because the community, yes. we come together all the time through prayer, encouragement. So that gave her the ability to just be more resilient. And have an outlet and other people that she could talk to. Because, you know, in this, at these later stages in life, it can be very lonely as well. Welcome to Forward with NACI, Inspiring Entrepreneurial Action, a podcast that shares the stories of everyday entrepreneurs, entrepreneurial leaders, and the communities that support us. We hope that this diverse collection of stories brings you inspiration, inspires you to take action, and ignites entrepreneurship in your community as we make our way forward together. Welcome to this episode of Forward with NACI. We are very excited to have a couple in our studio today. They have a great sort of vision for the future. We are going to jump right into it uh, this morning, and I'm going to ask our guests, uh, first of all, to introduce themselves. They have these great t-shirts on uh, for those who are viewing this episode. The I am in me is greater. So maybe as you both introduce yourselves, you can talk a little bit about what that uh, t-shirt saying means. Well, well, Lord, thank you for this opportunity. Um, So the I am in me is greater. It leans perfectly into our business model, our business plan, and and actually our ministry. Um, So we are a fitness ministry. So the I am is, that's the name of God. So it's just saying the God within me is greater, as as the verse says, Uh, where iron sharpens iron fitness. Uh, My name is Chris Baez, and this is my wife, Mikal Baez. You want to say anything to add to that? Yeah, we're we're new parents for a little two-year-old little girl. So. Yes. so, oh, that's wonderful. So that was your pandemic project. Our pandemic <laughs> project was the podcast. So <laughs> I often refer to this as our as our baby, but it's funny that that you guys have really come together as a family and we've talked about that before is the importance of your faith and not only building your business but you know making sure that your family is well taken care of and Michael you had an interesting background if you don't mind too you were on the path uh, to a medical school career and I think that might be really interesting for people to hear about how you made that pivot and why. So uh, I graduated from medical school in 2016, and I met Chris in 2019, and we got married after that. Mm -hmm. So I was pursuing residency. And as most people know, even though you graduate from medical school and you become a doctor, it's not easy to jump into residency immediately. So there's a lot of hoops that you need to jump through. So in 2020, I was working at a local hospital in St. Petersburg, Florida here, in hopes to get letters of recommendations and be able to have just the backing to get into residency. Well, when the COVID pandemic hit, six months after we got married, I was pregnant. I got pregnant and there was a lot of things on the news that when you're pregnant, you get the risk of COVID even more and then having a stillborn. So there was a lot of fear even being separated from him because of course the hospitals no, no COVID um, individual was allowed to bring in a family member. Mm-hmm. So I was working with COVID patients. I mean, the PPEs and everything, just in the back of my mind, I'm thinking, well, what about my baby? However, talking to my supervisors, regardless of my high risk in pregnancy, they said that the COVID patients were more of a priority than me. So I had to either work or not work and don't get paid. 
So I, I definitely had to provide for our, for both of us, because we were newlyweds just six months, but I knew that I needed to protect our child. So I had to make that decision where I had to keep my health in check and protect our baby. And I had to leave my position at the hospital. That's, that's amazing. And, you know, going over to you, Chris, what kind of inspired you uh, in the fitness area? Maybe tell us a little bit about your background, maybe before you all got married and and what kind of a a path did you have initially? Uh, Yeah. So ever since I I was, uh, I mean, ever since I can remember, I've been into sports, athletics, and and kind of coaching along people. Uh, I joined the military and I was in the Air Force in the Air Force, I was security forces, so we're the law enforcement branch, um, but also kind of do a little bit of everything there. While I was in the Air Force, I was still pursuing fitness. Um, actually, <laughs> the biggest reason I joined the military was because I was initially going to school to be a trainer. I couldn't afford to continue to go. And after getting denied for a loan from a family member, I had to figure out a different way to go to school. So that led me down the route to uh, joining the military and then from there, I was going to night school um, as I was still, uh, you know, doing my day job, you know, so I would work the gates and I would be, you know, 5 a.m. or 4 a.m. when we do guard mount to about 5 p.m. And then I would go to school uh, in the evening times. So um, that was 2012. Uh, around that time, the whole idea or the business model for mobile fitness was something that I came up with while I was in school for personal training. And uh, I just kind of sidelined it for a bit. After getting out of the Air Force around 2015, I went back to school. I used my my VA benefits to uh, attend a, a local community college. And there I was introduced to a program for entrepreneurship uh, for veterans I don't even think it was called Strive at that point. I think it was so early on. It was before it was even in lab. I was like one of the first two cohorts. <laughs> That's so, great. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's it's funny how life comes full circle. And, and we talk about that a lot on this podcast is our journeys and how it connects each other. And, and I do want to thank you for your service to our country and one of the things that I've learned in my role as the president and CEO of NACI as we've expanded programming is how important the veteran community is. And, you know, the 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 program that you're referring to, the Strive program, actually grew out of an initiative, very successful initiative through Syracuse University, the Institute for Veteran and Military Affairs. And since you all jumped in at the beginning and, uh, you know, you, Chris, got at least the business started and, mm-hmm. and later you're growing it together, we have been able to work with Syracuse University. We're actually headed up there uh, in a couple of weeks wow. to talk about the expansion of Strive to community colleges all over the country. Because many people don't realize about community colleges that they serve the entire community. So it could be veterans, it could be, you know, people that want to come back and and, um, start a new career or something like that. And um, really entrepreneurship sometimes can be that path. So that's great. And thank you for for bringing that up. And if people are interested, I'd highly encourage them uh, to Google, um, you know, Strive, IVMF, and find out how you might uh, plug into a program like that. But I want to get into 
you a little bit more about your business model. Um, tell us a little bit about who the clients are that you serve and, and what do you do for them? Because you both are very passionate about health and helping people um, to kind of get on a healthy path. So maybe talk a bit about the business model and, and really how, how you serve uh, your, your customer base. So the business model has three parts to it. The first one that started at the pandemic, when the pandemic shut down the state of Florida, we had to shift online. Yes. So we have online fitness and online nutrition. So I'm a certified nutrition coach, and now I am undergoing becoming board certified in functional nutrition. So we combine both aspects. Mm-hmm. And then the second one, well, actually, the third was, one yeah. is the gym trailer, which is our mobile fitness that one we can take into people's homes, to parks, even the beach, and be able to train up to 15 people at a time. Yeah. We can do corporate wellness or churches and gather people together and create community. Mm-hmm. So online fitness, online nutrition, and then our mobile gym trailer. That's our business model. We typically service leaders, like community leaders, such as people who are in C-suite executives or uh, pastors or people that lead other people. They're uh, generally in their 50s. So our average customer is about 55 years old. We have pretty even split between men and women. So we are all into longevity, um, holistic. As we said, we pair nutrition with the the functional training side. So, you know, every one of our clients goes through a functional movement screening where we determine strengths and weaknesses, uh, imbalances they may have. And then we work towards things that are going to keep them healthy for a long term, things that people wouldn't even typically uh, think about. Like uh, some of my 70 year old clients, we work a lot with balance exercises because that's an important thing. Uh, We just did a live where we were talking about the importance of your grip strength. And that's the number one muscle group correlated with longevity. Or, uh, you know, we talked to a client this morning about the importance of microbiome and how they did a study on uh, centennials where they checked their microbiome and they had the most diverse microbiome. And that's what led them to have longer lives. So, yeah. So sorry. <laughs> our mission is to empower 50 plus year olds people because the problem is the, the, the pandemic, it really stated, it really brought people's minds open that obesity is running rampant. Mm-hmm. And that was actually one of the biggest risk factors, sedentary lifestyle and obesity. Mm-hmm. And in the state of Florida alone, 88% of the population um, has access to physical locations like gyms, but not a lot of people used it. In Hillsborough County, where we live, for, in 2020, 420,000 people were obese. Mm-hmm. In 2021, both in the state of Florida and Hillsborough County, heart disease was the biggest issue. Mm-hmm. So lifestyle um, modifications is key. And this is where we come in. Mm-hmm. So we provide that. We- accountability, we provide plan structure, we provide meal plan, and we provide coaching. We provide it all in a Christ mindset, Christ-centered mindset, because we are a, a, a business ministry. We believe that having a mind of God is the only way that we'll be able to do these things. And that's through the power of the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. And the last thing I, I would like to say about our business model is that the community base is huge because a lot of times people try to do this on their own and they struggle. But both online and even our in-person, we provide a community space for them to really sharpen each other. Yeah. So they're in all, they're in different states. We're 14 states currently. 
That is fantastic. I'll I'll tell you both. I'm in Asheville, North Carolina right now for a community colleges of Appalachia conference. And one of the presenters yesterday was talking about a wellness program at a community college. And it was really amazing because it was it was hitting on not to the degree that you all provide this service, but it was recognizing that employees in a college are a community and that the college has a responsibility to care for the people. So they went through this whole wellness program. And then at the end, uh, I asked the people, I said, you know, how much does something like that cost? You said it was a permanent, you know, line item now in the budget. It was $2,000 a year uh, and they're hoping to grow it. And I only bring that up because I'm I'm thinking about the work that we do at NACI with community colleges. And, you know, I wonder if that might be an interesting uh, market to kind of delve into in the future, because as I'm sure as you know, um, as a proud community college a strive graduate that um, there's over 1100 community colleges around the country and retention of employees is a real problem people um, are feel discouraged you know they're not moving around they're stuck at their computers but anyway probably a conversation for another day but I do want to ask you so you're in many states right now what do you see as the long-term vision of your company and just remind everybody of the name of your company as well yes so uh, iron sharpens iron fitness. Uh, long-term vision, we would like to franchise our mobile trailer, our mobile gym. Uh, we don't currently have it, uh, obviously, open and available, but it is a state-of-the-art facility that has squat racks that fold out of the sides, and it's fully equipped with all kinds of functional equipment. Um, so we would like to see that up and down the Florida coastline because we're in, you know, Sunshine State, outdoor fitness is you know, prominent out here. So we would love to see that. So I think that's where we'd like to start. <laughs> mm-hmm. It provides more opportunities for veterans who are yes. coming out. Of we are situated right near McDill, McDill Air, Air Force, Force Base. Base. And uh, we've become aware of a program where we can get some veterans to intern and they can learn the business and see if it's something they want to do. And I think that would be a great opportunity to introduce them to us as a franchise model that they could take. Yeah, and franchising is is a really a great way for would-be entrepreneurs because when you have a proven concept and obviously both of you are highly uh, educated, very passionate trainers, it would be sounds like even pivoting to training others on how can they follow follow this and and really spread the word. Um, you know, and hopefully with some of the people that might be listening to this podcast, if they're um, interested and want to connect uh, with both of you, how, how do they find you? I mean, everybody can Google everything, but do you have a, a website or w- what's the best way? So our website is isifit2717.com. You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Of course, you can contact him on LinkedIn, but on Instagram, it's Iron Sharpens Iron Fitness, and it's the same thing for Facebook, Iron Sharpens Iron Fitness as well. Yes, and I'll just say, so it sticks in everybody's head, the 2717 is Proverbs 2717, Iron Sharpens Iron as one person sharpens another. Hopefully that ties it all together. That's why community (laughs) is a big aspect and accountability. I love that. That's great. Now, I want to ask you, as our time's running short, each of you, um, share with us, obviously not using their real name, maybe a client or an experience of somebody who's come through your company where you really felt like they got on the right path. Maybe share a little bit of a a vignette, a story that might stick with all of us and kind of inspire all of us to either reach out uh, to you guys or, um, you know, kind of start our own journey of, of really taking care of ourselves. 
I'll start off with nutrition. Yeah. So some clients just have nutrition coaching with me. They don't do the fitness side. So I have a, a woman that I, I worked with uh, very recently. She lost 30 pounds. She was dealing with Hashimoto's, rheumatoid arthritis, fibromyalgia, and celiac disease. So that's a lot of what she was going through. She had a lot of pain every single day, and she was taking six opioid medications just to get through the day. Mm-hmm. After working with her, losing the 30 pounds, actually 35 recently, she said that she has to actually undergo a major surgery this past May. So she needs to make sure that she is working well with her nutrition. She went down from she went from six opioid pills to one to sometimes not having any opioid pills for her pain. Her blood pressure medication was cleared by her doctor and her cholesterol medication was also cleared by her doctor. Because she worked on her nutrition, she didn't have issues with any of the celiac disease and Hashimoto's, it was all under control. After going through surgery recently, her husband told her, I'm really proud of you because you have lost all the weight and have been able to recover because it was a major surgery. She had to get an external bladder given to her. And after recovery, the surgery, she's just actually doing so much better. She's able to walk. She's able to uh, get up, whereas other people who go through major surgeries like that, it takes weeks to months to recover. Oh, that's a great story. What a um, change in a, a life and a family. Yeah. Uh, and then on the fitness side, it's a, it's a little bit of fitness wins, I guess you could say, but more of just community wins. We do have a client down in Fort Myers that was greatly affected by uh, the hurricane that came through. And our community was able to kind of rally around her. Uh, we went down there. We provided water and, and help to her and her, her grandchildren. Um, and then also a lot of people within our community actually donated to help with, uh, you know, reconstructing her roof as well. So that was just the power of the community side of it. And her parents actually went down there a couple of extra times too. Her dad works out. Sorry. <laughs> Yeah, but on her physical fitness side, though, before she started with us, she just lost her husband about three months prior to jumping on board. Because she started working out with us, it provided her the ability to get up and have hope. Because the community, we come together all the time through prayer, encouragement, so that gave her the ability to just be more resilient. And have an outlet and other people that she could talk to because, you know, at these later stages in life, it can be very lonely as well. So that is very important. And she's in her 60s? 68. That's great. So mind, body, spirit. I really love the work that you all are doing. And um, thank you so much for sharing your story. I hope our listeners today will um, really think about some of the messages and and really that it's never too late to start on that path. You you had mentioned your average client is, is you know, 50 years old or older. So even if, you know, you're not in great shape and you don't have good eating habits, you know, start today, right? And, and really adopt that spirit that things are, are possible. So I want to thank you both and I wish everybody who's listening uh, just a wonderful day. Thank you so much. Thank you for joining us today. We hope that you will continue to explore the many ways to define entrepreneurship with NACI as we celebrate opportunity, failing forward, and success, learning from one another along the way. Subscribe to this podcast on your favorite platform and follow at NACI on social media and learn more about us at nacy.com forward slash podcast. Stay tuned for a new episode each week. We look forward to making our way forward together with you.
Have you heard the exciting news? NACI recently released a new publication titled The NACI Playbook, Volume 1, all about how entrepreneurial mindset sets the new standard for success in communities and colleges. The NACI Playbook digs into entrepreneurial mindset and how practicing leadership with this framework creates an agile culture with space to innovate, co-create, fail forward, and accelerate growth. Entrepreneurship and entrepreneurial leadership require us to lean in, anticipate and recognize trends, manage change, be resilient, take risks, reflect, and rest in the knowledge that anything is possible. Learn from our innovative, insightful, generous network who navigates both challenges and opportunities entrepreneurially as we share what we've learned and how you might apply their experience to your work. We hope you'll be as inspired as we were. Learn more at www.nacyplaybook.com.